Hey everyone, this is Joe. Before we get started with the show, we do have a little bit of change in plans. We were supposed to interview Fred, the head of MUFON for Pennsylvania, but we actually had to leave town a little later than we thought, so we didn't make it in time to talk to Fred. So we ended up just recording a show in the hotel room. Uh, we put a few things together. I hope you really enjoy it. Before the show, though, if you can, please get up on our website and support the show a little bit. It doesn't cost you a dime. Go into the books section and click on one of the books in Amazon. It helps Amazon show that we are out here promoting the books and it just helps us with the show. They are an affiliate link, so if you do end up buying any books from us, we do get a tiny bit, like three cents, but every penny helps. But even if you don't buy anything, if you just click on one of the books, it shows that we are putting out our affiliate link and it helps the show. So anyhow, like I said, little change of plans in the show. We'll interview Fred later. We did talk to him. And by the time we got to Erie, he wasn't available. So we'll do an interview later and you'll love the show. But anyhow, hope you enjoy this week's show. Like I said, please, please, please go up on our website, go in the book section and just click on one of the books. Even if you don't buy one, just click on one. It shows Amazon that we are putting out the link and it helps the show. All right. So let's get on with this week's show. Welcome to 222 Paranormal Podcast, coming to you from the frozen tundra, <laughs> which is Erie, Pennsylvania. Ladies and gentlemen, the 222 Paranormal Podcast is frozen. Oh my God. Joseph, why did we pick the coldest day of the year <laughs> to come <laughs> to the balmy shores it, of Lake Erie? It was like 35 at home with no snow at all, and here we are in Erie, Pennsylvania, and it's... It's like a blizzard out here. I can't believe it. So we drove three hours and Joe and I um, really thought that it would just be a really nice weekend to go. And we get here and it's like, like you'd see in Antarctica, the wind's blowing, <laughs> it's sub chilled. <laughs> Not good for haunting. No, <laughs> but... We did make it to a convention. It was an oddities convention. It was okay. It was mainly, like like Jen said, it was more artwork yeah. than anything. Arts and crafts mm -hmm. versus like paranormal. But it was still interesting. They had a couple speakers and mm -hmm. some fellow podcasters. So yeah. that was interesting. It was neat catching up with a few people. Well, I don't know if you guys have ever been to Erie, Pennsylvania, but it's one of those really, really interesting very spooky and kind of um, just mystic type towns. I, I don't know. I always, every time we've come here, it's just had this feeling of like real deep spookiness to me. Yeah. I, and I, I can't put my finger on it. I don't know if it's the area or if it's the land or just being by the it's, water. I'm not sure. It's a very old town. Yeah. There's a lot of old buildings around. Well, you know, Pennsylvania just has such a rich and deep history of hauntings mm -hmm. and, um, of course, Gettysburg, right? And Pittsburgh and, you know, just spooky, spooky things. Um, cryptids. Yeah. Mothman sightings. 
what else? UFO. A lot of UFO sightings. A lot of UFOs. Like right on Presque Isle Island, mm-hmm. there was a case of a UFO that actually landed and pushed cone-shaped holes in the ground, three of them, mm-hmm. that were what, like four to six feet deep or something like yeah, that, they said? Yeah, it was said. really, really weird. And, you know, we weren't out there today because it's a blizzard. And uh, <laughs> But out there, it's right out next to the lake. I mean, it's it's an island out there. It's like a peninsula type deal thing. Yeah. I can imagine what it was like today. Imagine Antarctica and then two podcasters <laughs> walking around trying to find haunted and weird things, freezing their tailpipes off. <laughs> News at 11. But after the convention, we did make it over to the vampire crypt in the cemetery. And the cemetery was actually founded in 1851. And it's got a fair share of some unique, beautiful mausoleums that are covered in sacred occult symbols. Yeah. Famously, our wonderful episode about the eerie vampire crypt was actually really, really interesting stories Mm -hmm. that surround this if you guys haven't been here so it is a really really unique vault that is built into the side of a hill and on top of it is carved the letter v yeah there's no name on it the the family name's not even on it but it just has a v so in our research there were two families that were reported Mm -hmm. to be buried in there the brown family which there really isn't too much historical record regarding the brown family actually being inside of the vault but there is um a family called goodrich and seven members were supposedly buried in that vault but the legend goes that there was a romanian vampire that came over in 1880 that used that crypt yeah now Along with the eerie vampire crypt, in this particular cemetery is what they call the witch's circle. Yeah. Now, Joe and I have gone there, I think, once or twice. Twice now. Twice. Yeah. And it's really interesting because there is a series of super old headstones that you can barely read what's Mm -hmm. on them. Um, Some of them you can't even read. In a circle, they're burned out. They just look like they've all been burnt. There's been reports of rituals that go on there. Also that um, somebody said that they had seen Satan himself in, oh, the, really? in there. Yep. We didn't see him. It's no, too cold didn't. for Satan. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's <laughs> trying to get um, warmed up. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So it's just interesting because they have had sightings of uh, satanic what would you call them satanists i guess somebody yeah, doing i don't know we'll, we'll just call it somebody yeah, doing rituals ritual, satanistic rituals around the, the no. headstones but so aren't aren't the cemetery um witches tombstones actually older than the cemetery it's rumored that they are more than 200 years older than the actual cemetery um they say they are the victims of witch trials that had happened in this area we can't confirm that yeah but it has really become kind of a vortex for people it it draws people in who want to do maybe some kind of rituals Mm -hmm. all of the stones appear to be scorched so 
nothing grows in the middle of it. Yeah. It's it's really bizarre. You know, people have said that they have seen Satan himself in in this particular area. Now, I don't know about you, but when we walked up on it, what how did you feel? Like what did you get any woo-woo feelings or were you just frozen and just couldn't <laughs> take it main, anymore? <laughs> that's the main thing too is yeah, like we said today we visited there and it's it's a it's like a blizzard out here today, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of I don't know, it's kind of weird because even though it supposedly snowed like six inches yesterday and there's tons of snow everywhere, all the stones were like wiped off. They're this like even the snow's not sticking to it. (laughs) But yeah, they're all like in a burnt condition. You can't really see the dates on them. And it's just uh, an eerie feeling. Right, right. Um, I didn't step inside the circle, though. No, I didn't like, either. So last time we did, and that was in the fall, mm-hmm. remember, because there was a lot of, uh, it was warm, but it, you still needed a jacket, remember mm-hmm. that. But I just didn't like the feeling when I stepped inside of it. It was almost like um, kind of the feeling that we had when we stepped in the vortex in Sedona. Yeah. Up by the airport, um, if you guys don't know, like, you know, vortexes are just like kind of energy spots. And... I don't know. I just didn't feel right being mm-hmm. in there, so I had to kind of go out. But it's weird because we saw other graves in there that were going back to the 1700s. Yeah. But it's just weird that the with that witch's circle that to me, like today, everything had snow all over it, but those didn't. Yeah. So maybe there's some like energy flowing through there yeah. that's like, or maybe it's something to do with geothermal or, but something you know this this whole area everything's just like it's winter it's winter it's cold <laughs> right um you know another thing i was thinking about while we were there that area where the witch's circle is they've had several reports of people seeing black dogs and that was weird because we heard where we saw that dog walk through the cemetery today yeah. Was it a coyote or a dog? I don't know. It looked like a dog to me. It did, which is really bizarre because, first of all, it's freezing cold out. Like, the wind chill's below zero. Yeah. So, if that was somebody's pet, how did it get in the cemetery? Because you have to go in through the gates, right? I well, don't... There, there may be open spots, yeah. but... I mean, but also, there's not that much around. There's the reservoir across the street. Yeah. And there is that house there, so maybe it belong, maybe that dog belonged to that house. Don't we know, don't know. But why would it just but be it's like so hanging weird. out in the cemetery? All of a sudden, you see this dog walking by. Yeah. After you heard all those, uh, you know, reports of like, uh-huh. but there was. Um, do you remember the one time we came and we saw the lady in the white? Yeah. So Joe and I. This is so, so funny f- because somebody had told us a story about seeing a woman in white in the cemetery, and then also seeing um, a coyote, a friendly coyote. Now you know. Coyotes are vicious. You guys don't want to get around. They're vicious. They'll bite your ass. But (laughs) (laughs) um, we were standing in front of the vampire crypt, and we were just talking and, you know, just trying to figure out about it. And this lady walked up to us, and she had a long white sweater on, and I about jumped out of my skin. (laughs) Um, She wasn't a ghost. She was a real lady, but she was, like, very curious of, like, why we were here and what we were doing. Yeah, she says, I come here every day. Like, well, if you come here every day, then you see people here all the time. Yeah. It was just odd because Mm -hmm. she was just, it was like out of place and there was no car around, which was weird. So maybe she was on foot, but. um, Maybe she was a ghost, but she just looked like a regular person. Yeah, she had like jeans and a long white sweater on. Mm -hmm. But 
the thing about the witch's circle is we've talked to a few people here and we were mentioning that we were going to the cemetery after the convention and they said that people go there like we mentioned earlier about people doing satanic stuff and that but they said that a lot of people go to the witch's circle and try to do like evps and all that kind of stuff because we were mentioning we're going to try to do some evps over by the crypt and they're like they do all that stuff and you know is that drawing spirits to there that aren't even part of that because as we know erie pennsylvania has got a lot of haunted places in it but that's what i was thinking even if this is a total myth that this circle is just regular like maybe it's just family or something and you know the the rumor starts and the -hmm. legend starts but we mentioned it before where you could draw spirits in from other places and make that haunted i mean it's like making a talpa yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. and i don't know it's just there's something so really really just creepy about this like we've been in hundreds of cemeteries right but nothing has the feeling of like the eerie vampire mm-hmm. crypt for sure. We walked up on top of it because it's actually built into the hill. Yeah. And then you get on top of it and you almost get that like woo woo feeling like you're it, it's um the funhouse effect. And when we say on top of it, we don't mean we're actually standing on the crypt. We're standing on the, the hill that is built into. Yeah. Because I'm not going to stand on the, the Oh, no, crypt. no, absolutely not. <laughs> there's stories about them. But we're talking about the eerie cemetery vampire crypt. We were mentioning about the witch's circle about what do you think about 50 yards back Mm -hmm. is where the crypt is. And it's kind of bizarre because on top of it, because it's built into a hill, but on top of it is where children are buried. Yeah, it's it's really bizarre. Now, Mm -hmm. um, one of the stories was that this vault was built by this wealthy Romanian. And at that time. In Erie, there were several dead bodies found drained of blood right around this area. So, you know, it just adds to the legend and and the lore. Yeah, and it has the V on it, Mm -hmm. like we were mentioning earlier. And it's just associated that there is a vampire there because there's so many stories about it. One of the stories um, we had told before, but we'll just uh, tell you guys again quickly. There was a young man... Who broke into the crypt as yeah. a dare. Like people, his crew was telling him, you're chicken, you're chicken, you can't do it, you can't do it. So he went in and took a ring off of the finger of one of the deceased bodies that were in there. So he goes in and takes his ring off of the corpse and he goes home. So he goes home and his friends later on were like, hey, come on, let's go out. Let's do something. Come on, come on, come on. And his mom's calling upstairs to him, and he's not answering. So the mom's like, what's going on? He's sleeping or something. And she goes up, and his eyes are wide open. He's dead as a doornail, and his ring finger is ripped off of his body. And the ring wasn't found. Never found. No. Never found. The other story, and reason why one of the reasons we don't stand on top of Crips, there was a... a group of kids, and one of them went up, and, and you can stand on top of the crypt. I mean, it's built into a hill. You can walk up. Like I say, there's there's children buried above him. But one of the kids stood on the top of it and was taunting the vampire and yelling down to the kids. You know, the, it's only probably, what, about 10 feet tall. Yeah. 
10 or 15, well, maybe 15 feet tall, but he was taunting it. And he, you know, then his friends were down below on, on the road and he kept saying, look at me, look at me, all that stuff. Well, the friends say that he jumped off. Okay. But he landed in the road. So the road is about 30 feet in front of the front of the crypt because there's like a little, there's the road, a little wall, some land in the crypt. He would have to jump up and out that far. Well, he got hurt. He went to the hospital. They, you know, I forget the extent of his injuries, but it was enough that he had to go to the hospital and they put him in a room. They said that the nurses heard screaming in the room and like bloody murder screaming. They went in the room and he jumped out the window just as the nurse came in the room and killed himself by jumping out the window. And they said he was curly screaming like like something was scaring him in the room. Oh like, my gosh. Did the vampire come in and visit him in the in the hospital room? You never know. Something did. Yeah. Something scared him enough to make him jump out of the window. This crypt has been burnt. It was it was caught on fire at one time. That's why it's all black, they say. It's been broken into many, many, many times. times. They do have a iron uh, grate on it now, yeah. so people can't get in there, which is a bummer. I'd like to take one of those little snake cameras, you know, like the yeah, plumbers have, yeah. and put it in there and see what's going I've on. I've watched videos on YouTube because there's a couple of videos I watched about cemeteries, and there was one where the sky went into, and it was a crumbled the the um, mausoleum was crumbled mm-hmm. the roof collapsed and everything he actually went inside this thing oh my gosh. and there were caskets in there and he had one of those cameras and he was like poking it in the, the casket you could see fingers in that <gasps> I'm like and it's on YouTube <laughs> oh my gosh that's crazy but I've always wanted to look inside one of these yeah mausoleum or, or yeah mausoleum the crypt. crypts yeah the mausoleum's the big buildings, right? Yeah. Yeah. The ones that we hear voices in all the time. Yeah. I go into the one in Toledo and uh, you hear voices in it. <laughs> we heard several people talking and there was nobody in there. We checked every hallway. Yeah. There was nobody in there. Mm-hmm. And Joe and I clearly heard a conversation. We heard a woman talking and the police are here. <laughs> the police are outside our hotel window as we're taping our <laughs> podcast. Um but, you know, Erie's such a really, really unique place. It's so cool. There's so many haunted places here. Um, there's actually a cathedral on um, 7th Street. And it says that um, this cathedral of St. Paul's, people believe that there is a ghost of a little girl named Katie still lingering in the cathedral after her death. So she apparently had died uh, in a car accident very close to what is... Um, you know, said to be remains of in the church. And the members of the congregation have heard childlike laughter, very much like her laugh was when she was alive. And then there's also been reports of heavy objects getting moved inside of the empty rooms. And the church organ is also known to play oh, all wow. by itself, which I think would be amazing. <laughs> I think it would be really cool, you know, Joe and I, investigated uh, a, a historic historic church downtown Toledo uh, St. Patrick's Cathedral mm-hmm. and it has a massive pipe organ in there and it's funny because like our great grandparents 
um, had raised money to buy the pipes. Yeah. It, which was really cool, but I would have loved to hear uh, that play. Their pictures are actually in the church. They actually have pictures of our great-grandparents hanging in the church. Yeah. There's also a place here in Erie called Nikki's Pub. Now, in the past, the building had several different businesses throughout the years, but it also had ties to the mafia oh. and a prostitution ring. Um, it's said to be one of the oldest haunted buildings in Erie, PA. Now, there's frequent reports of a man who has been seen wearing this really long coat, and he goes up and down the hallways, and it's also been rumored that people have smelled sulfur, heard disembodied voices, um, their electronics will malfunction when they're in this building doors close by themselves and it's weird because when people take photographs inside this pub weird faces appear in their photographs oh really yeah so cool we might have to go there tomorrow morning (laughs) um now there's another place called the watson curtsy mansion and it's now a museum but it's supposed to be incredibly haunted um there's a spirit there that is responsible for the paranormal activity in the museum now he was revolutionary war hero general anthony wayne now he is said to have died in erie and was buried locally However, a few years later, his son demanded that his father's remains be relocated to the southeastern Pennsylvania area from where he was from. Now, in order to do that, they had to exhume his body. So, after they exhumed his body, they took, they took his remains, put them in an iron cauldron, boiled it until all of the flesh oh, was geez. dissolved, and... Then they were able to move the bones, and it was easier to transport the bones than the decomposing corpse, right? So the cauldron and the tools that were used to carry out this procedure, I guess you would call it desecration, yeah. Um, now are on the display in the museum where they're believed to be ro- the reason why it's so haunted in the building because they have this cauldron. So it's been reported that it rattles loudly at night. And then some people have seen General Wayne's apparition in the kitchen where it's displayed. And um, there also is reports of a spirit of a little girl haunting the second floor of the mansion. Um, We also have um, a brewery. Well, well, before you go into the brewery, I want to mention, think about that. We were just talking about the witch's circle. And they use a cauldron to boil <laughs> General Wayne. <laughs> move his bones. <laughs> but go ahead, talk about the That's bar. That's right. Let's talk about the bar. <laughs> okay, so there's a woman um, who, a young woman who died. Her name was Clara. Now, Clara had fallen down the stairs at a place called the brewery at Union. So it's probably used for something else right now. I don't know what, but several customers and staff had reported to see her on several occasions. Now, they always dedicate a beer to her there to kind of appease her spirits. I got one I found called, okay, I have one that's called the Axmer Hollow. There are a variety of uh, versions of this tale, okay? All of them really are... All of them really have a paranormal outcome anyways, but 
the one version is that a teenage boy pulls his car off Thompson Road and parked. Him and his girlfriend were both trying to actually see this legend of the axe murderer. And um, according to the legend, this farmer is haunting the woods because he actually axed, axed his wife to death. Let me ax you a question. <laughs> but he used an axe to kill his wife. Oh so that's gosh. one of the stories. And it's a haunted thing. And it's said that he actually chases kids because it's like a lover's lane oh okay and there's actual stories of cars being attacked by someone wielding an axe and there's actually people that say that there's damage to their cars because of this Hmm, that's weird yeah i don't want to go there i don't (laughs) want to get axed a question yeah and you know there's stories of these kids are there and this um one boy was there with his girlfriend and the car wouldn't start there was a person coming at them with an axe and the car wouldn't start, wouldn't start. And someone started hitting the car with the axe. And that's when the car started and they got out of there. Mm -hmm. The other legend is that on the same area, on the same road, there's three small bridges. And if your car stalls on the third bridge, it's said that you'll be dead because the murderer will cut off your head. (gasps) Bum, bum, bum. Oh, Lord, give me my holy water. I'm in Erie, Pennsylvania. <laughs> There's another legend, the Labouf Historical Campus, which was a French fort, but is now basically an area in the Judson, where the Johnson House and the Eagle Hotel is on, on High Street in Waterford. This location is made up of the Fort Labouf Historical Society the Amos Johnson House, and Eagle Hotel, like we said. Eagle Hotel is at 32 High Street and was built in 1826. Visitors report hearing mysterious sounds in the building, report hearing voices, visions, and other things such as babies crying. Oh, that's interesting. So it's not very scary. (laughs) Okay, I got one. Okay. Okay. This is this is like a weird happening here in Erie because strange things happen here, right? There was a TV show. Do you remember the TV show A Thousand Ways to Die? Yes. Okay. So they kind of debunk, you know, some urban legends, but most of the tales are true of how these people died. So se- this is happened in Erie. So about seven years ago, there was a truck driver and he was carrying a tanker full of molten paraffin wax. Nice. And he's traveling down I-80, and he lost control of the vehicle and crashed. Now, the truck rolled over the median, and the impact immediately ejected the driver into the median as the wax came pouring out of the trailer. You can imagine, you know, now what's happening. So the wax flowed over his then unconscious body and engulfed him. And according to the county coroner, Lynn Cook, or Lyle Cook, excuse me, um, it said, by the time we had gotten him, the wax had hardened and the fireman had to cut a large block of wax around him to bring him into the autopsy. Oh, my God. So they chiseled away to conduct the autopsy and he learned he hadn't died from the accident, but rather from inhaling the wax into his lung and stomach where it hardened and actually killed him. 
That's crazy. Now here's another really creepy thing that happened here in Erie. This is the legend of the sheep man. So the sheep man. Yep, the sheep man. So back in the early seventies, there was a abominable creature in the neighborhood of Waterford. Now, when spotted, this creature was said to have somewhat of a human form. So it w- was bipedal. So it walked on two legs. It was covered with like fur and large horns on top of its skull, kind of like devilish hooves. And those were kind of where the feet would be. And they labeled it the sheepmen of Waterford. Now, this man named Herb Kenny was a Waterford native, and he was reported a friend of this abomination, right? Who it was a victim of this creature. So in his words, he said, it, it was always said that the sheepman lived in a cave on Baghdad Road in Waterford. Now, he was known to frequent the covered bridge southeast of town on East Street. He was said to hide up in the rafters of the old bridge and jump down and terrorize young lovers that had parked on the bridge. There were two couples from Erie that were traveling down um, and going across a bridge. Now, this was a summer night, and they're in this dark blue Ford Mustang convertible, and they had the top down, right? So it started the rain. So they decided they were going to pull inside of the bridge. You know, it's like a covered bridge, I guess you would call Mm -hmm. it. And the boys fought off the creature and peeled out of the bridge with smoke coming from the burning rubber tires. And... The roof of the car was so damaged and mangled, it had to be replaced. Now, all four of the young people inside the car insisted it really happened. The parents, feeling embarrassed, would not follow any police reports because they just didn't think it was believable. Now, Herb uh, had reported the sheep man was described as over six feet tall with light gray hair covering its entire body. The creature had two very large horns at top of its misshapen head and long canine teeth. Instead of hands, the monster had sharp, sharp claws. And although, you know, many descriptions would tend to associate the meat sheep man with like a type of werewolf type creature, uh, Herb firmly asserts that the creature was never associated with any creature. Um, but it always been known as sheep or goat man. Now, over time, hundreds of people have come forward saying that they had seen this creature. It's uh, a couple of people had gone out and tried to, you know, debunk and um, find this myth. But um, they really hadn't had any sightings since the 1970s on this one. That's the thing about covered bridges, because one of the main reasons for covered bridges in the old times was during storms, they were gathering places for people to go to. Now, there's a covered bridge right by Elk Creek here, and that has a legend of a little girl that it was said to have fallen off the bridge. And people see her apparition all the time, plus hear voices, and cameras have also caught what can be described as apparitions and other strange phenomenon. I think in the summertime we have to come back and like check out all these covered yeah. bridges. There's so many legends around bridges, and of course, you know, in this area, being older part of the country, I think you didn't you say that you visited some of these covered yeah, I, bridges around here a while ago. I came through, and I was just bored one day, so I got in my car and came out this way and looked at all the covered bridges. And there's a ton of them out here. But that's the thing, like I said, covered bridges. 
even in Gettysburg, there's a famous covered bridge that a lot of ghost hunters go to. Oh, yeah, Saks Bridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very interesting. A lot of, lot of activity on that particular yeah. bridge. I'm sure, I mean, when I when I came out to the covered bridges, I was not ghost hunting. I was just out photo hunting. So I didn't do any investigations. But this summer when it's not a frozen tundra outside, <laughs> we can come back and, you know. and You know what has also been seen in this area? You're going to love this one, okay. Joe. South Bay Bessie. I so don't there, think I've heard about that. Okay, so there's a legend that Lake Erie may have, like, our own Loch Ness type of monster. And many, many people have said that they have seen the serpent swimming along the shores, and they've named her South Bay Bessie. Now, it was first reported back in 1817, and Bessie was to... Best be described as like a long black serpentine creature. It was 25 to 40 feet long, at least 12 inches in diameter. It was also reported seen July 21st in 1931 um, in Sandusky Bay. So there were two visitors from Cincinnati and they were in a rowboat and they clubbed it. Oh, really? And um, brought it back to their boat and put it on a crate. Now, a man by the name of Harold Madison, who was the curator of Museum um, Cleveland's Natural History Museum, pronounced that the sea serpent was an Indian python debunking the capture of Bessie. So after that, the two men left. But now we go into the 1990s, and all of a sudden there's a flurry of sightings. And even been worse this creature was even cited by two Huron firefighters oh, really? who said they said it. They even blamed that Bessie was uh, responsible for an attack that killed three people in 1992. You know, they say she still roams around. I could just call it she because it's yeah. got the name Bessie. But, you know, they, they say still to the day of, you know, in the waters of Lake Erie along shoreline here near Erie, People are seeing this creature now. They also have um, said that sometimes people will feel it underneath their boats. Mm. Like, it'll move their boats. Okay. Which I think is really bizarre because we really don't have any giant. See, I didn't know that. Uh, um, I didn't know we had a Well, we have sturgeon, too. right? But then There it, is, yeah. But sturgeon are main, more like up in upper Michigan. Oh, okay. And the other lakes. There's big fish out there. I don't know. Catfish and all Lake that, Erie is so dirty, though, compared to the other no, lakes. Not really. It's more dirty towards our town, uh-huh. our side of the of the lake, because of Maumee River. Oh yeah. Because all the sediment that comes out of the Maumee and stuff. But if you go out, probably out here on Prescott Island, if it's not a frozen tundra like it is today, <laughs> the water's pretty clear because people get out on the beach and they go swimming in the wow. lake and everything. And I know that we used to swim over there at mommy bay by our house but Ugh. they don't really swim out there you anymore. cannot go in the water you'll you'll look come out a science <laughs> experiment if you do <laughs> but overall even like walking around the cemetery today what's your thoughts what's your what are your, your jen what are your closing thoughts about the closing eerie cemetery thoughts. eerie is one of the most unique and bizarre areas you know along lake erie it never disappoints mm-hmm. there's always some kind of strange happening or feeling in the Erie Cemetery. And, you know, we we need to, like, walk the entire thing. Because I think there's probably sections that we haven't even seen because we just focus on yeah, the focus. Witch's Circle mm-hmm. and the um, uh, Vampire Crypt. But 
you know, driving through from what we could see because it was very snowy and I didn't want to like breeze off, off the path. Yeah, drive over the uh, stones thinking you're I, on you the know, road. You know, you really need to really look at like the the dates and the history, mm-hmm. you know, of the town. And like Joe always says, is right in your cemetery. That's where you're going to like find um, the settlers, mm-hmm. the founders. Uh, I, I think this place is way way beyond you know the 1800s when it was it was open because yeah, we I don't did know when it was the town was actually established but it was very old or it is very old and the thing about too is it's it's strange because you've got ohio pennsylvania and then new york and this part of pennsylvania is not really that long but it just has a rich history and i really feel that next time we come here when it's warm, I'd like to spend more time in the cemetery and actually try to do some EVPs and stuff. Yeah. Because I feel that we will get definite responses from this cemetery. It's very active, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I can't imagine you coming here and not getting an EVP. Yeah. And, you know, use your other type of equipment, too. Use your REM pods. You know, I, I don't think people use the REM pods as much outside as they do, you know, when they're inside. Obviously, you don't want your equipment to get, you know, rained on or whatever. Yeah. But but if you're here in a good, in good weather. Yeah. For and you're sure. respectful. Be respectful. Yeah. For yeah, you don't want anything attaching to you or coming home with you I mean, for sure. Look at the people that were not respectful to the vampire crypt. And yeah. What happened them. to them? That was only two of many stories. Yeah. That come out of this. I remember last time we were here, we were talking to that lady in white <laughs> and she said that she was walking through there one day and some black dogs were chasing her. Now, is it the same dog we saw today? Don't, Don't know. know. But she said that the dogs chased her up to the edge of the wall because there's a small wall in front of the crypt mm-hmm. and the dogs would only go to that wall. They wouldn't go any further. So were those ethereal dogs? Were they guardians of the crypt? I don't know. Or were they being warded off by something? Well, they wouldn't. They, she said that they only would go up to the wall and not even farther. Hmm, that's so interesting. They wouldn't let her get close to the crypt. Oh, that's right. I was mm-hmm. thinking the other way. Okay, yeah. yeah. So interesting. <laughs> but you guys, definitely, if you are out and um, going somewhere this or planning a trip or a road trip, uh, this weekend, and you're in driving distance. Go to Erie. It's it's it won't disappoint. That's for sure. Yeah, and I'm coming back in the summertime because I want to ride my bike on. They got some awesome trails. Yeah, the uh, Prescott Island is a great place to ride your bike. Um, it's it's the road's a little thin or not too wide, I should say. But I think if you're just careful, maybe ride against traffic instead of behind. You know, with the flow. I know it's not supposed to be not the right way to go but you see the cars coming you know right. yeah maybe that's a place to ride and then they have downtown is another thing i want to get on there's a tower and it looks like it's a seven-story tower that you can climb up to the top of plus all the other things like the tall ship that you can go on and ride mm-hmm. around the bay and just stuff that's there's a lot of stuff to do in erie but hauntings and haunted locations are all over this town yeah yeah and you know being in pennsylvania hit up gettysburg too you can't you know 
You can't go wrong with Gettysburg. Yeah. Any time in the day And if you're driving home from Butler, don't take a detour through Erie to just stop and say (laughs) hi to Reverend Swoop because we did that coming back from Butler, which we didn't realize it added like four hours to our trip. I know. We're crazy. (laughs) Crazy road trippers. Yeah. We're the two, two, two paranormal road trippers. Yeah. But anyways... Thank you. Thank you for listening this week. We're sorry we were supposed to talk to Fred, but we didn't get here in time. (laughs) And Fred couldn't make it for the interview at night because he had something going on. So we just threw the mics on the recorder here in the hotel room and told our story of the day. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Make sure you check out Joe's new podcast, Your Profit. Yes. If you want to improve your life, mind, body, and spirit, definitely check it out. Let me tell you how to run your life. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right, let's leave with some destructive from the Goodbye.